Hello, welcome back to Inspired Lady 2023 edition. It is your host, Bell Grub. I am in shock we're in 2023. And the fact that we have been doing Inspired Lady episodes now since August. So what is that, like five months? That's crazy. And it's crazy to see just the community that we've built. I want you guys to know I did the Spotify rap for podcast hosts and it literally said we have listeners in 20 countries what oh my gosh i'm in shock i'm in shock and i feel like that's such a cool thing for every single one of us because that means our community the inspired lady crew is 20 countries deep what the actual heck i feel so honored to be talking to everyone and it's just so cool to know that we get to sit down and have these weekly conversations and this new year is so full of i'm gonna say inspiring But I don't want you to get tired of that word because inspiring has so many incredible meanings behind it of just truly living each day in this in this way that just makes us feel a little bit more alive, like wanting to live life, not just living the life we're given. And I am so excited for the conversations that we're going to have in 2023 to continue that mentality of being excited for each and every day we're presented with. Okay. So without further ado, let's get into 2023 mindsets, habits, routines, all the things, okay? So I feel like we're getting to this point in our relationship where we're just really comfortable with each other. So comfortable. In fact, if you're watching on YouTube, I actually have under eye masks on, like just regular crew neck hoodie, and we're not looking super fancy, okay? I needed a slow day. And today is the day that's just super slow. I came back this past week and really just wanted to get a jump start on 2023 and handle all of these different things of paperwork and just a lot of things I'd piled up over the holidays. So I've been grinding it out and I'm tired, (laughs) which is crazy because I feel like a lot of energy comes in with the new year. You know, in that first couple of days, usually you're pretty excited. You feel like you have a clean slate. Everything is feeling refreshed and renewed, and I love that feeling so much, but I'm also really tired. Like, there's a lot going on, a lot of life updates for you guys, and I'm just drinking a plain old water right now. Nothing fancy for today's drink because I think I got really dehydrated over the holidays. I did not do a good job of keeping up with drinking my water or doing my skincare or anything, and I think that's okay because I was able to really just rest my soul and recharge a little bit. I took about a week and a half off of social media. I wasn't even looking at it and that felt good because not only do I do my own personal social media and the per- and the social media for the podcast, but I also do social media full-time as part of my job at Project Rescue and then the influencer coordinator for um, Mini Social. So I'm on social media like a big portion of my day and to take a week and a half off completely and not touch social media felt so good and recharging me recharged me but and then we fell into this like weird thing where like I stopped doing skincare I stopped drinking water I wasn't like moving my body and I think I went a little bit too far over into the just like stop and doing anything but we're getting those routines back in order and just kind of resetting for the new year feels really good and I'm super excited about it for Christmas I got a hatch alarm clock and I am obsessed with this thing. I literally love it so much. It wakes up with like this sunrise and I set it so it plays like these 
meditational flutes to wake me up and it's just so soothing. I don't feel like I'm waking up with like an adrenaline rush from like a loud beep or something. I love it. It's just so stinking fun. And same um, with my new planner. Okay, so I have gotten several questions on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, all the places about this planner um, and it's called the Christian Planner. 2023. It's actually on my Amazon storefront under my current faves if you want to go find it. And it breaks down the whole month, the week, and then you can put down like your daily habit tracker and there's spots for your weekend sermon notes from church. And there's a whole big monthly thing, a vision board. Like there's this planner is amazing. It's incredible. And I love, love, love using it. And I've gotten a lot of questions about it because I talked about it a couple weeks ago. So if you're looking for a good planner to start 2023 out with, highly suggest this one. I'm obsessed with mine and I will use it until the day I die. I feel like I'm losing my voice a little bit, which is weird because I don't really feel sick. I just feel like a little, I don't know, just drained. I think I'm feeling very drained and I recharged my soul, but I'm not sure my body all the way caught up with me this week. So that's what we're doing. And that's why today's just a slow day. And I wanted to talk about going into 2023 with certain mindsets and expectations that are more realistic. I have said this so many times, Twenty, like the new year, stepping into a new year is incredible and I love it. I love the feeling of the excitement of a new start. However, so many times we put this weight on ourselves to continue on with goals and expectations that feel like they should be achievable because we think we have a year or we have a year. But the problem is, is like, let's say your goal is to hit 10,000 followers or to lose 10 pounds or to work out five days a week for six months or whatever. And we have these goals, but we don't have like achievable steps to actually reach the goal. And then we're feeling so burnt out and tired and exhausted and defeated at the end. So I, I sit down and I really think about where do I want to be in 2024? Like next year at January 2nd or whatever day it is, where do I want to be in life? And then what are like achievable, attainable goals that I can set for myself to actually get there? So that's kind of the, the goal orientation, the mindset I'm using for 2023. And something that I loved... I'm going to give credit where credit is due, obviously. Shelby Sacco. First of all, if you don't follow her on TikTok, you're missing out. And also, if you don't listen to her Sad to Savage podcast, you're also missing out. She gives so many amazing resources and tools on how to create habits and routines. And I just, I'm obsessed with her. I love her so much. I'm so grateful that I have her um, to look up to. And I think it's just the coolest thing ever. So anyways, I heard her talking about this challenge sort of thing where she says that she just wants to get like a little bit better each day, form new habits, all this stuff. And one thing she said was 1% better. And that just stuck with me on a really like deep level. 1% better because 1% doesn't sound crazy. 1% honestly is very, very attainable for whatever you're looking to do. And I think there's beauty in that, the the simplicity of it. And instead of setting these massive goals and feeling an overwhelming pressure to reach them, 
I think it's really cool that we're able to take a step back and think, wow, if I just do one tiny adjustment every single day, like what can my life look like? So I started this series on TikTok and Instagram. It's both on the podcast Instagram and my personal one where I'm talking about little things that I'm doing every day to be 1% better. And I'm trying new things, okay? And here's why I say I'm trying new things to become 1% better instead of just saying I'm going to start adding things to my life to become 1% better. There are certain things in life that we can look at as being good and not bring that into our own personal lives because it doesn't fit our purpose. So let's say that you see someone waking up at 5 a.m. and you see that and that's good. It works for them and you desire to have something that's good and that works for you. But here's the thing. If you're up until 11 p.m. every night working because that's the only free time you have, waking up at 5 a.m. might not be attainable for your life, right? So you can see something good without actually applying it to your life. You have to find things that work for you and that help you achieve those certain things that you actually want for yourself. And this is why I say it's really important to know where you're going. So I suggest sitting down and really looking at who do you want to be in 2024, a year from now. You're giving yourself a year to reach this goal, whatever that goal is. And it can be several goals too. Like for me, in 2024, a year from now, I would love to have 15,000 followers on Instagram, double the current following I have now. I would love to own a house with my husband. I would love to tr- plan two more trips and have those out of my bucket list. Okay, so these are the types of things where I'm like, all right, in 2024, I want to have these memories. I want to have these goals accomplished and I want to be positioned for this in my future. Okay, and instead of then being so focused on just those goals though because those are big goals that's scary goals to own a house that's a scary massive goal but that's not necessarily something I can achieve in one day or something that I should be looking at even every single day because it's hard you can't reach that in one day so instead I set mini goals throughout that right and I want to think of this as like a map okay You have this like giant X marks the spot of where you're headed. You're climbing up a mountain. You know you've got to hit this X. If you stare at the map and only stare at that X, you're not watching where your feet are falling. So you're taking steps towards an X, but you're not looking at what's actually in front of you. You're only looking at the X. So you can fall into a hole. You could get lost and go off another little path because you're not paying attention to where you're actually walking. You're only looking at the end goal on the map. I don't know if that makes sense. It made a lot of sense in my head when I thought about this earlier. And that's why I wanted to share it with you guys. So instead of staring at these big final goals, I just want to be 1% better. And when you think about being 1% better every day, by the end of it, you are then 365% better than you are when you first started. That means you're like not even really going to recognize yourself is the same person and there are that many chances to get better in the year when you think about 365 things that you can do to make yourself better but again not everything we see on social media not everything I'm going to talk about today is actually going to suit you in reaching that goal so if you have this goal on this map this x marks the spot and you're so busy about watching all the people around you and the paths they're taking that you jump over to that person's path and then you jump over to this person's path and you're trying to mix different 
versions of getting to your goal, what's going to end up happening is it's going to take you a lot longer and it's not going to be a streamlined path. It's not going to be what's best for you. And when we have to start breaking down what fits into our lives, we need to look at where we want to go and what's actually going to serve us to get there. Okay. I know I've talked about this before, being really picky about what serves us to get to our final goal. All right. So I'm using January as this trial month. January is my month where I'm trying to figure out what works, what works for me, what do I enjoy doing, what do I hate doing, what are ways that I can make the things that I need to do more enjoyable, and can I remove anything that I hate doing from my life. So there's this month of January where I'm really focusing on this and a couple of things that I'm trying this month um, to see what works. I am trying to find a really good time to wake up in the morning. I feel like um, in the past, my waking up schedule has been a little bit more chaotic than I like. There are some mornings where I will wake up with so much energy at 5 a.m. and I think, oh wow, that's my time that I should wake up then because I feel energized. But then the next day I sleep in until 8 and I'm feeling just a little bit more sluggish or, I mean, it's just so insane to me how my body doesn't have a strict wake up time. And that's something that I think will help me a lot. So last um, two to three weeks in December, I didn't have a lot of responsibility on my plate like I usually do um, because of the holidays. So I allowed my body to sleep in kind of until it naturally woke up to see what we were looking at. I try to go to bed between like 9.30 and 10 is when I start the wind down process and I'm usually asleep by 10.30. And I found that I was waking up naturally between the hours of 6.30 and 7.00. And this is kind of something that I wanted to allow my natural response to take the lead on because I didn't want to force myself too much because there is no need for me to wake up at 5 a.m. There is no need for me to, you know, have this super strict schedule. So what is my body naturally designed to do? And then how can I best steward that with my habits? So I now know that between the hour, like between 6.30 and 7, that's my sweet spot. That's me personally. It might not be yours, but it could be yours. So try to find your sweet spot of where you wake up and you feel rested. And again, this is where my hatch alarm clock, I've been loving it. I wake up with a nice sunrise now and a beautiful flute-like meditation sound that is just so relaxing. I love it so much. I also keep a glass of water next to my bed. So when I wake up, I have this beautiful light coming at me that feels very natural And I also have this beautiful flute music going. I take my water and I drink at least half of it. So I guzzle some water because my body's dehydrated and I'm ready to start my day then. But usually I force myself to sit there for a few extra minutes, sitting up straight back as best posture as I can. And this is where I am working on adding in a little bit of meditation. This is one of my 1% better. Um, I think (laughs) meditation is really hard for me. Really, really hard. Uh, I struggle to sit still because there's always something that I can be doing and it's hard when I have so many dreams that I'm trying to chase after to feel like quietness and stillness is productive, but I know it is and it's one of those things where I know it's good for me. You know, I think it can become repetitive when we hear people say, oh, you've got to move your body, you've got to exercise, oh, you've got to drink water and we want all these little hacks to get a a better lifestyle quicker. Oh, but what are some more tips I can have? You know, I don't I don't really want to do that. But when you listen to, you know, successful people talk, 
usually they're drinking their water, they're exercising, and usually there's a meditation involved somehow. And I, I was spending so much time trying to find like a life hack around meditation. Like, oh, well, maybe if I don't do it this way or if I try this way, I won't have to do it like that. And really, I just needed to discipline myself enough to the point where I could sit there and be still. And that's what it came down to is I wasn't disciplined. I was allowing myself to fail continuously at something that was hard for me. So to push myself and to continue to strengthen my skills and my, and you know, add another tool to my tool belt, meditation has become something that I am practicing to train my body that I don't get the right to say something is hard and give up on it. I have to sit there and do something that's hard for me because that's how I'm going to get better. That's how I'm going to be able to face more challenges in the future. And I want you to look at your life. You know, what is hard for you and what are your excuses for stopping? And really think about, okay, why am I stopping? Am I just letting myself quit because I don't want to do something that's hard? Because you've got to train yourself. You've got to sharpen your own skills to the point where when you face something hard, your brain does not think it can automatically give up on itself. Because you have told yourself, you have showed up for yourself and reminded you that you are capable. You have the ability to be amazing and to handle the hard things that you instinctually don't want to do. And that's what meditation is, for me at least. So anyways, wake up with that meditation. And that's something that I've been adding into just these 1% betters. Um, Something else that I want to be better at which I'm taking steps at 1% every day, no pressure, just 1% every day, um, is storting my relationship with God more. Something that I have just felt so incredibly convicted about lately is that I don't do Bible studies or worship or, you know, whatever my time with God looks like out of, um, did not, how do I want to say this? Right now, I feel like I am doing it more out of responsibility than I am out of relationship, okay? And here's what I mean. I mean, so many times I'm not going into my time with God in a, I am so excited to spend time with my Lord and just like be in his presence and learn from him and, you know, glean what I can off of his word. You know, that's not my attitude. My my attitude has really been this, okay, time for my Bible study and then we're going to move on to the next thing. And that's how I approach most of life is I go into something and then think, all right, what's next? Let's keep moving. And kind of similarly to meditation, my time with God is not meant to be this check in the box. And it really has become that in some ways for me. And I enjoy my time with God, but I don't think I was, I'm stewarding my time with God in the best way possible. And when it really hit me was I was, you know, I, I talk to Matt all day long, you know, whether we're texting on the phone or we're in person with each other. Um, and he is my best friend. He is my strongest relationship, my husband. And that's because I'm in constant communication with Matt, okay? And when there isn't communication directly between us, he's still always a thought in the back of my mind of like, oh, I wonder what he's doing or I wonder how I can love him today or what I could surprise him with. You know, there's always that thought of him in the back of my mind. Now, my most important relationship should be God. And that grows, that relationship grows and flourishes 
when you're in communication. And I think I was using my Bible study as this daily, okay, cool, spent time with God, check, my religious responsibility is completed, but that's not what I'm here for. That My relationship with God is what I'm here for. So how do I further a relationship? The same way I would with my husband. I need to be praying throughout the day, having worship music on throughout the day, maybe listening to some good podcasts and spending time in the word. There isn't a one and done situation here because we aren't necessarily fulfilling religious obligations. No, no, no. We are in fact fulfilling this beautiful relationship that we have been given the opportunity to have with our creator. And that's what that's about. So taking the obligation out of my Bible study and in turn putting this sincere relational desire, that's one way I'm really trying to get 1% better at every day. And as much as I want to be 1% better in my everyday life, I'm taking my spiritual life and saying I need to be 1% better in my spiritual life every day on top of the 1% better every day. Um, that was a little bit of a rant, sorry, but it's just been on my heart lately and I wanted to share it with you guys. Um, and that's just a lot of vulnerability for me to come and say like, Hey, this is something that I have noticed a flaw in my life and just share it with you guys because I'm not always fast to share my flaws, but I want to be more like just authentic and open. And that's something that I'm going through right now. And if you can relate, like I want to tell you, that's normal. It's normal to sometimes go to God and obligation instead of necessarily feeling every positive emotion you possibly can at the same time with God, okay? Sometimes we're super on fire and we're passionate and that's awesome. And your discipline should continue with your relationship with God. I'm not saying that if you don't feel like spending the time with God that you don't have to because there is that discipline, again, that we talked about in meditation and really reminding yourself that your relationship with God is important. But I want to just say that if you shift your own mindset and don't look at it as an obligation, but rather as a really cool honor, I think it might be easier for us. So that's something for another day too. We'll get more into that. And, you know, as I grow in this, I really do want to talk more about just what that looked like and different things I'm trying. So that'll be another podcast episode. Um, But I do also want to say that, you know, 1% better. I think one thing that's tricky about this is it's like, okay, 1% better. But then once you're in like six months... I don't even know how many days that is, like 300, I don't even know. It's definitely not 360. Oh gosh, I'm embarrassing myself over here. Sorry. Anyways, <laughs> however many days in, you're you're going to start seeing this like ripple effect of like, okay, I did this yesterday. Now I got to do this and I got to do this. And, I, and 1% better doesn't necessarily mean you're adding things to your life every day. Okay. Like I said, you got to pick and choose what's good for your life. But you know, there are things that I want to continue on in my day-to-day life that I've been doing for a while now. So I found a really good skincare routine, right? That's a 1% for me that I want to continue every single day. So that way I do reach a point where it's just a natural habit. Um, I also think that making my bed and less caffeine, these are all things that I already do that I want to continue doing in my day-to-day life. So really look at your life and, and don't just continue to necessarily add things, but really think of habits you already have that make you feel 1% better when you do them. And I sometimes have noticed just in this last week of doing this that 
okay, I'll hit my 1%, whatever my goal was to be 1% better. So like the first day it was a morning walk and drinking my greens. Well, that was done by like 8 a.m. <laughs> and that's awesome. But then the rest of my day, I'm not going to just slack off. I'm not going to let myself, you know, be like, oh, I hit my 1%. I'm good. So then it became more of like, a, okay, well, what's my 1% this hour? What can I do right in this hour to make myself 1% better? So it's more of this mindset, this continual mindset of thinking, am I chasing my goal? Am I doing something right now that's helping me get better? Because that's our goal. That's our end all be all goal right now for 2023. Um, and I think another way that I have really loved um, creating habits this year and being 1% better is actually this podcast and showing up for you guys. Um, like I said, we are literally um, in so many countries, over 20 countries, and that just blew my mind. And if you're listening internationally, my gosh, thank you. <laughs> it's so cool. It's so cool to see all of the ways that you guys are just interacting. And I, I love you each so much, each individual one of you. Um, also, we are globally okay across the entire world all podcasts in the top 20 percent of the most shared podcast um and that comes from you guys literally like adding it to your story or sharing the link to um like in a group chat or with your friends or whatever it is like 20 percent out of all podcasts in the world we're in the top 20 percent and that's all you like celebrate yourself right now because you're so freaking awesome and i'm so grateful for you and we have an entire new year ahead of us where this podcast is gonna keep just growing and I just guys I'm so grateful for you and I feel like you're showing up for me in that way too um so that's definitely a habit that we want to keep in 2023 please (laughs) I love you guys so much um and that also leads me to a little side ad for you liquid IV heard the podcast they loved it they love the morning electrolytes and they wanted to give a little discount code if you guys want to buy some liquid IV electrolytes they also have a new immunity support so it's like a vitamin C with electrolytes I've been taking this so much this winter season and I think it's honestly saved me from getting sick multiple times um, I'm going to have that little discount code for you in the show notes. So thank you, Liquid IV. How cool. So I just am so ready for this year, this 2023 year. And I hope you guys are too. I hope this mindset of being 1% better really makes things feel more achievable and more attainable for you. And I want to encourage you that this is something that if it's 10 o'clock at night, you're getting ready for bed, and you're like, shoot, I don't know if I did something that made me 1% better today. Here's like a small list of things that you can do at any point in the day that can just help you become a little bit better. And you can say, okay, today I did something to make myself 1% better. So you can do a quick cleanup of your space. 15 minute night cleanups are my favorite, okay? So every single night before I go to bed, before I like put my pages on, I go around and do a quick 15 minute cleanup of the space. I will put throw pillows back where they go, fold any blankets that are out of place, put shoes away if they were left out, um, any garbage around, any anything like that, anything small, tangible, whatever I can do to just wake up and then go into the space feeling like, oh, it's clean. Thank goodness my past self did that to prepare my future self, okay? Um, you can also go through really fast on your phone. Just catch up on emails and delete the ones you don't need. You know, don't necessarily answer your emails at 10 o'clock at night, but if you want to go for it, I mean, I don't care. But, you know, go through and delete anything that you don't need in your email. 
So that way when you wake up in the morning and you're ready to start your day, you already took care of it for yourself. Like you will thank past self for setting you up for uh, for just like a really good success story the next day. Um, Another thing you can do is make a to-do list for tomorrow. You know, if you're feeling like you just didn't have the most productive day and you wish you did, if your day was full of I'm going to say laziness because there's a difference between laziness and rest. And if your day is full of rest, I honestly feel like that leaves you feeling productive from the day because it was intentional rest and you knew your body needed that. But if you're feeling like you just didn't accomplish anything, it was a wasted day, set yourself up for success by writing a to-do list. Make yourself 1% better by writing down all the things that you're going to accomplish tomorrow and that is an easy 1% better. I do that every single night as I make myself a to-do list for the, mor- for the next day. And then I will go through and the next day mark off all the easy things right away in the morning. So that way I feel productive. Like, it's awesome. Um, you can also journal. If you're sitting there 10 o'clock at night, you didn't make yourself 1% better that day, pull out a journal and do a brain dump. Just ask yourself, like, what is consuming my mind right now? And dump it all out on a page. Just write and write and write, type and type and type, whatever works best for you. And I feel like getting those things that are just consuming us out of the way is going to be so beneficial for you and that is going to make you 1% better. It's something that I really want to get better at this year is allowing space and time for brain dumps and journaling because I know how good it is for me. I know that that's something that I'm going to benefit from long term. Uh, but for some reason, it's not something that comes naturally to me. A lot of other things I'm able to start adding into my day and it comes more naturally because it's me feeling accomplished. But journaling, it's a hard thing for me to get into. But if you can do that, that's a 1% better for the day. You can also lay your clothes out and set your alarm for the next day. This is, again, another habit that I'm going to start this year and I'm so excited is laying out my clothes the night before because I always feel more creative at that point in my day, I always feel a little bit more like, oh, I want to try a new outfit or something fun um, in the nighttime. And if I allow myself to lay out my outfits the night before, that means that's one less decision I have to make in the morning when there's a lot of other things going on. And I think that that is a great way that you can make yourself 1% better. And lastly, like I said, just set your alarm. Set your alarm for an achievable time in the morning and wake up at it. There you go. 1% better from the night before and 1% better for the next day. Like, that's so good. (laughs) I hope that this episode was inspiring. Um, It might have been a little chaotic. It's like, (laughs) it's literally our first episode back in 2023. I'm coming off of holiday. I am still trying to get my whole life together over here and figure out what I'm doing. What are my goals? What do I want for next year? And yeah, there's a lot going on life-wise, which I am so excited to tell you guys about here in the soon future, hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, And I'm so excited about these life updates that are coming, Um, but it's consuming a lot of my time and I I hate being that person. It's like, ooh, something's coming. I can't tell you. Um, But I really, I really can't yet, but I am so excited. I can't keep a secret, so I will tell you guys soon, I promise. Um, But yeah, I just so grateful for the inspired lady community and if you do want to follow along this one percent better series that we're doing like i said you can follow along at bell m grub across youtube no not youtube youtube is the inspired lady show you can follow that on instagram um and then we do have the tiktok and my personal instagram bell m grub 
doing all of the fun things for Inspired Lady and just really making ourselves 1% better. I feel like our community is loving it and it's so cool to be a part of. So if you want to see 1% better or you want to tag me in what you're doing, that's 1% better today. Again, at Inspired Lady Show or at Bell M. Grub. All those things I am going to answer and hype you up, okay? I promise to be your hype woman throughout this whole journey. We got this. Happy 2023. I love you guys so much and I cannot wait for next week.